This is Lady Tiffany Ma, and this is My Mind Emporium. Welcome to my podcast, everybody. I hope you guys are having a lovely day. Okay, now you mean trifling. You hear that? That's trifling. <laughs> anyway, um... I'm having a lovely day. It's very beautiful outside, honey. It's nice to see the sun after it decided to rain for 40 days and 40 nights. Granted, it didn't rain for 40 days and 40 nights, but it was raining. Um, so hope all is well with everybody in the world. Y'all know how I like to get things popping. I like to start off with what's going on in today's news. There's always something going on in today's news. Um, and of course, I have an opinion on it. <laughs> so, yeah, my first story is from the Jasmine brand, and it says, Why if in Lucci name an unprecedented racketeering indictment related to gang activity? <sighs> I wish these guys would just get it together. Like, it's, it's not cool anymore. It's not funny anymore, because my thing is, is that you're proving the stereotype that all black people know how to do is commit crimes. Um, so, you know, I'm gonna continue with this article. The article states, the white F in Lucci's legal roles are still very present after he was released on bail in February for his alleged involvement in a fatal drive-by. White F in Lucci, born Rayshawn Bennett, is known is now one of the several individuals named in a racketeering indictment according to Atlanta's WSB TV. So that's the Channel 2 news, y'all. If you're in Atlanta and you live in Georgia, it's WSTV. STV News is Channel 2. Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis spoke on the 75-page post, which detailed 105 counts of racketeering inside the Blood Street Gang. Willis told WSTV reporter Mark Wine, this indictment is unprecedented, period. In Georgia, there's been a huge spike in violent crime. I made a commitment to bring the best and the brightest mind here, many of which we, you see sitting here right now so they can could deal with this issue of the violent crime. GBI Gang Task Force Special Agent in Charge, Ken Howard added, of the National Gang, Criminal Street Gang, The Blood, there's at least four subsets involved in a particular indictment and investigation. Fulton County Sheriff Pat Labatt also said, some people don't understand the depth in which the gang have infiltrated, for lack of a better word, our communities, and it's time for them to go. YFN Lucci's lawyers drew finally told when that the rapper isn't involved in any way. Full story. Okay, well, you know the full story is going to be on Jasmine Brand. So if you want to see this full story, it's on Jasmine Brand, and I'm sure Jasmine Brand, and I'm pretty sure it's also on WSB TV News, which is Channel 2 News, um, to get more information. It's like these guys are really are about that life. Like they are really about that life. So I can't, I, I don't have an opinion on this. Uh, but these guys are really about their life. They rap about their life. They talk about their life. So apparently they are about their life. Um, next article is Salento requests 25K bond in his felony murder case. You know, Salento is a guy that came up with Whip and Nene, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> this was this is from The Shade Room. It was written by Jade Ashley. 
It says, as we previously reported, Salento was arrested earlier this year for his alleged role in his cousin's murder. Now he is asking a judge to grant him bond so he can be released from behind bars. According to TMZ TV, he filed documents in DeKalb County requesting that the court set his bond at $25,000. He is reassured if he released that he will not go on the run. In the document, he states that he is not an extraordinary bail risk and will not jeopardize the safety of the community if released on bond. Okay. Like I said, I don't personally know this young man, so I can't really sit up here and say, like, what he will and will not do. You know? Um, like I said, you know, they really are about their life. Why are all the news that I got is something bad? Next news, and this one gives me a sigh too because I am so sick of this shit when it comes to this man, Trey Songs. Trey Songs, you are now removed from my baby daddy list, and that's a tragic thing in life. <laughs> um, but sir, you get it together. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if you need some soul searching, some rest. I don't know what you need. Um, prayers, fasting. I don't know what you need. All I know is I need you to stay out of trouble for the next two, three years, boo. All right. This article came from the Shade Room. It says Trey Songs hit with battery lawsuit following alleged 2019 assault of a bartender. This was written by Danielle J. Roommates, the last few months have been quite uneventful for Trey Songs and his personal life and extracurricular activities have been the subject of an intense online debate. However, now his legal team have once again taken center stage. According to recent report, Trey Songz has just been hit with a new lawsuit for the alleged assault and battery of a bartender back in 2019. At TMZ TV reports, a bartender has served Trey Songz with official court documents in the form of a lawsuit regarding Trey Songz's alleged assault of him while working at the Hollywood Palladium back in 2019. Trey Song is being sued for battery after the man claimed that during his shift in around midnight at the famed concert venue on May 9th, 2019, Trey was attending a Cardi B concert and then jumped on the bar to watch the show, which is completely against the Hollywood Palladium's policy. Things allegedly escalated from there as the bartender, who has not been publicly identified, say he told Trey that he couldn't sit at the bar, but he was ignored. The man said he gently put his hands on Trey's shoulder to get his attention and asked him to get down. But things turn physical. The bartender says that when Trey Songz allegedly turned around and punched him in the head and turned back around to watch Cardi B show as if nothing happened. It's not funny, but... <laughs> does he think he's on a reality show or does he think he's in a cartoon? Because you don't just punch somebody in the head and then just sit up there and act like nothing happened. Okay, Trey, sir. The bartender said he suffered. Um, and they say, of course, the rest of the article is on Jack on, on the shade room. So you can look at the article on the shade room. Trey, baby, what's wrong? What's wrong, sweetie? What's going on? What's going on with you? My God. Oh, it's just it's always something with him. And it's frustrating for me because I used to be a fan. And now I'm like, and 
it gets it's getting to the point to where you can't even defend his action. That's not okay to punch somebody in the head, okay? I'll let you know that. That's just not okay. If if you cannot, first and foremost, you at the Hollywood Palladium. Why are you acting like you ain't got no money, friend? You got money. Why are you doing stuff like that? This next article, which I feel like it's kind of positive. I mean, you know, the girl has goals, all right? And when somebody has goals, you can't argue with people with goals. This is the Neighborhood Talk. Um, and it says, Sweetie says her goal is to make $900 million. I look at Rihanna. I look at Kylie. Well, hey. You don't know what you're asking for, for a billion, with the $900 million. But, girl, you got goals. Everybody got goals. So, God bless you. And this is written by I Am Carlise. Neighbors, sweetie isn't worried about no breakups. Sis is trying to level up and build a $900 million empire like Rihanna and Kylie. So I'm assuming the music isn't here. Only focus. You can't just focus on music these days, y'all. You can't make money off of the entertainment industry, especially now because nobody's touring. Um, sweetie did an interview with W Magazine and told him that she has certain goals that she's trying to reach and that's getting to the back like Rihanna and Kylie. I have goals. In quarantine, I did a lot of mood boarding. I had mood boards for fashion, music, and lifestyle. Lifestyle would be the what kind of car do I want to have? What kind of house? What do I want to have kids? When do I want to have kids? If I want to be a fashion girl, how far do I want to go with that? If you want to be successful, you have to be detailed in life. She continued. That's true. I want $900 million. I look at Rihanna. I look at Kylie. I look at all the girls who are working in the world that I'm in. I'm kind of average out the money between all these women. I admire and 900 million is a number. So if I'm having a bad day, I'm just like 900 million, girl. Go. She said, you got to have. Yeah, you're right. Low key, I hope she get that because the music industry is just nothing not there. I don't know if I want to report this because I already talked about it in my little uh, diary. I'm going to go ahead and report this. So, all right. This is from isonsite.com. Y'all know I always find something from isonsite that I find to be interesting. So, Dr. Umar Johnson and Kevin Samuels are sending shots at each other. <laughs> Dr. Umar is right, but Kevin Samuels, he be making points. And I already told y'all, I ain't gonna sit up here and have an argument with this man because I feel like some of his expectations are delusional. So, when I think a man is delusional, I just ignore him. I think you need to ignore both these men until Dr. Umar gets to school and until uh, uh, Kevin Samuels come out the closet, we ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> I ain't rolling with neither one of y'all, but Dr. Umar has a point, but Dr. Umar, sir, and Kevin Samuels, he do be making good points sometimes. Sometimes I be listening to him. I can't sit up there and throw the baby out with the bathwater. I can't do that because if he is making a point and he's being honest, he has a point. But some of his ideas is just be just be honest, dude. Either you're gay or either you just like white women. And if you like white women, that's you. That's okay. 
There's nothing wrong with that. That concludes the news that I find to be entertaining today. So today's topic is going to be cat stacks, girl. And no, it's not going to be in a joking way. Um, she's an interesting person, an interesting character, and I decide that I want to give her some clout. Honey, I want to give her some clout. Just a little bit of clout. Just a little bit. Don't take advantage of me getting you clout, girl, because I'm just giving you some right now because I find you to be one of the most interesting people in the world. Um, But other than that... um. I just want to talk about her. You know, a lot of people said, you know, Cat Stacks ran so Selena Powell can run the could, could walk. And um, I found her to be very interesting. I find people like that to be very interesting. What you got to understand, people like them, they have very tragic beginnings. Um, and people just, they drag them and talk crap about them. But you got to understand, these people are shunned by family. Their family don't care for them. Their family don't give them love. Their family don't give them what they need. And so we're judging them for sexual things that we want to do for our faves. Because nine out of ten times y'all be mad because y'all faves be sleeping with them. That's the true thesis. Um, but I find them to be interesting because they make something out of nothing. I'm not encouraging the lifestyle they live, okay? I'm just saying they're making something out of nothing. Um, and they really have like tragic beginnings. I listened to Selena Powell's story and her story was very tragic. So I, I don't know how tragic, um, Kat Stack's story is, but I find her to be a very intriguing person. Um, and I don't have anything against her. You know, I understand she did what she had to do. If that's the only thing you know how to do, that's the only thing you know how to do. You know, you get... And people got to understand, you got to have skills. Skills are very important. And unfortunately, in this today's society, the only skills some of you guys use are your penises and vaginas. So today's topic is cat stacks. We're going to do an uh, analyzation of her. Um, I don't think I'm going to come out thinking she's an awful person. I don't think she's an awful person. Um, I just think she's doing what, doing what she thinks is best for her. This article I found on Cat Stacks is um, from thenis.net. Then this article was written on September 8th, 2020, and it says, Who is Cat Stacks? Or would you like to know? 2020 is special. Who is Cat Stacks? Cat Stacks, the real name Andrea Herrera, was the back bad chick who shook up the hip hop game. Around 2010, if you were a rapper, you didn't, you did not want your name to cross her lips. Cat was all about exposing their unsensible taboos and dirty laundry in a series of jaw-dropping, now internet infamous YouTube videos like this one. Okay, I don't know what that video is, but I ain't gonna see it. It says everyone from Nelly to Bow Wow to lesser-known Cash Money crews came under fire. Yes, not safe for work again. In series of calls out and beef that stretch across social media, soon Cat Stack became the most wanted woman in hip hop, with at least in certain circles of the industry. 
But it turns out that there was part of a larger story in which Kat was really the true victim, of course, of the sex trafficking as a teenager and later caught up in the immigration law morass that led to her imprisonment for three years. Her stories speak to an intersection of hot bottom issues, women exploitation in and around the music industry, the prevalence of sex trafficking within the U.S. borders, and unjust deportation. So we're going to start off with this. It says, who is Kat Stacks? And um, did I find out who wrote this article? I don't think I saw who wrote the article. But shout out to who wrote the article. Um, and I told y'all, a lot of people like Kat Stacks. They have very tragic beginnings. And that, that tells you right there. Andrea Herrera, she is an internet personality well-known for stirring controversy in pop, cult, pop culture universe. Several YouTube videos feature her has gone viral and she frequently appeared on World Star Hip Hop. Born in Venezuela, she came to the United States when she was eight years old. She has a son. The Cat Stacks saga also speaks to a greater human truth. Before you condemn someone for the way they look, speak, or even act, it's the best reserved judgment until you know their whole story. The court decision from June 2011 has ordered the removal of Andrea Herrera, aka Stacks, who has her own mini web series on World Star Hip Hop amassed more than 250,000 Twitter followers and has been name-checked by the likes of Nicki Minaj and 50 Cent. Unfamiliar to most in the mainstream, her name catchphrase is Cat Stacks Bitch, and it tells a romantic exploits with the likes of Lil Wayne, Soulja Boy, and Bow Wow went viral almost instantly, and her blog reached over 24 million hits not long after it launched. Stack has been held at Louisiana Immigration Detention Facility since November 2011 after being nabbed for residing illegally in the United States. And just talk about her troubled teen years. Cat recall a troubled, physically abusive home life in North Miami, where she lived with her grandmother, her mother, and two uncles. My mother was actually never home. My grandmother, she had mental issues, she said. So, they could have went further in that. That, this is next. Let me see. Yeah, I'm cool. That's it. That was it. So that's a little bit of information about cat stacks. And see, that's why I told y'all, like, you know, we, we we judge people. And we do judge people. But the only reason I judge people is because they judge me. So if I judge you, it's because you judge me, boo. Um, but because of, of the fact that people judge people like her and Selena Powell so much, I used to always wonder why people just drag women the way they drag women. Y'all so quick to put a scarlet A on someone. Y'all don't know the whole story. And it takes two to tango unless you say she raped that person. And she did rape that person. She needs to go to jail. But that's not the case. These guys be looking for women like Cat Stacks. And they use her for what they get for, for what she is. So I'm going to look into another article. And it might say the same thing. So please bear with me. But, um, you know, I, I think it's important for her, for everybody to know all sides of Cat Stacks. This kind of the same thing. So I'm going to start at the part. This comes from splinternews.com. And they have a video on Splinter News. This is by Ariel Castillo. And this was um, from December 20th, 2013. Um, and I want to talk about the introduction to the game. All right. It says... Stuck literally walking the streets, Kat soon found that the pimp game bore a little, little resemblance to the seedy glamour often portrayed in pop culture. 
Mostly the pimp game is a mental game. So they have the girl's mind, she says. They don't ever leave because they think it's love. And they just, the low self-esteem is so low. They don't have the strength inside to just get up and be like, I'm out. Even if a woman in this situation were to gather the mental strength to try to leave, it's not always that easy, Kat explained. There are some pimps who'll be like, bitch, just go. They don't care. But then there goes those gorilla pimps that say, ain't no fucking way you leave unless you got a bullet in your mouth, she says. So how did she finally get out? It was through the kindness of a good Samaritan, a sympathetic trick, or even a nonprofit. Those several organizations exist to help girls and women to get out of the life. Cass says she wouldn't have known to even look for one anyway. I think nobody could have helped me back then. My mind was so gone, she says. And I was with the gorilla track pimp. There's are, and those are the worst. I was always just alone in my mind. Instead, it took an arrest finally at the age of 19. I had a firearm. They tried to report me, but they released me because I was pregnant. So they said only way they would deport me, I could be released, was if I say stay with my family with the ankle bracelet, she says. He couldn't come close to me. And then having my family supporting their love, and plus I had to have his baby, it was just a different experience from what I was used to. Drama for the page views. Born at home in Ohio, where she says she teamed up with the head of website Worldstar Hip Hop to release a series of profane viral videos in which she dissed a rapper's supposed bedroom secrets. It seemed at first like the second coming of Karen Steffens, an infamous video model and hip hop groupie known as Superhead, who wrote a series of tell all books about a decade ago. Was Castax a video model, an escort to an industry star, a side chick? Nobody really knew, and she kept it purposely ambiguous. She said today it was all made up in cahoots with the world star hip hop for page views. What? <laughs> like I said, she did what she had to do. Um, press on the issue, she simply replied it was all entertainment. But she said this would, become, was, would come back to haunt her in court. Throughout this whole episode, she finished her house rest time later. What was that? Finish her house arrest time later, embarking on a promotional club tour that cashed her in her notoriety. But her legal status in the country still remains tenuous. Three years locked up. She arrived in the country legally with her family and remained here legally, but neither she nor her mother had gotten naturalized by 2010. This left her open to deportation thanks to felony charges, even though the charges came under duress through forced prostitution. As she and her immigration lawyer, Eduardo C. Fuentes, attempted to fight deportation proceedings, she tried to enjoy what could have been her last days in the U.S., the country in which she had legally grown up. Then, thanks to paperwork mix-up, Kat missed an important court date. And when attempted to leave Nashville, Tennessee on November 5th, 2010, she got arrested and put in an indefinite immigration hold. She will wind up serving almost three years in immigration jail. Her status always indefinite, even though she had committed another crime. They were going to release me, but they didn't because the prosecutors showed my World Star video in court. So then the judge said I was rebellious and tried to deport me. So then we had to appeal again, she said. Then I went to the media and I spoke about it and then they, they petitioned to, to Obama and I, all this mess started. And they just released me because they were tired of the recklessness with the media. In the end, a judge released her granting amnesty as a victim of underage sex trafficking. I realized how the DREAM Act and other organizations tried to help me from being deported, she says. 
I really realized I was a victim when I went to counseling and I had to take medication and understand what I went through, what I didn't know back then. Cause I just thought he was like my boyfriend and I'm in love and that's what I thought for years and then I realized, no, this is what he did. It was brainwashing, it was abuse, it was torturing. Surviving savagery. The abrupt about face from laughing industry villainess to reform budding activists might surprise those following the arc of Cat Stack's character. But she says she's really to reclaim it using her massive social media platform, a current following count of more than $450, 50, 450 on Twitter and more than 95500 on Instagram alone for good. Besides the forthcoming book, she also planned on to open a foundation and eventually a shelter for surviving of sex trafficking. I feel like Andrea was a scared little girl with all the crap happened and Cat Stacker was a survivor and there are many other upcoming Cat Stackers running around. I feel like I'm proud of it, she says. I can use my experience to help others that are in the same situation I was in. All right. So that's another article talking about cat stacks. So I got to give my two cents on her. We already talked about this. Y'all already know how I feel about this. And I already told y'all. The entertainment industry and how it is. People already tell y'all how the entertainment industry is. Y'all wonder how people come from nothing gets to something. This is most of the time their story or their parents' story and how things go. So you can't expect somebody to... Um, it seems like having a background period or, or having a... A straightforward Girl Scout background does not work in this world. Um, people try to do things legally. You know, it's not easy on this planet. So you have people who do things eagerly and they suffer just as much as someone who does things illegally. Um, and as you see with Cat Stacks, you know, she was trafficked into prostitution and she didn't know that it would be where she would be now you know and some of the stories she told were fabricated but we all know that karen stephan's stories were fabricated as well um some of them were fabricated now i don't think all of them was fabricated there had to be some truth to some of those stories okay um but it goes to show you people will pay you when you have an interesting background but they're not going to legally help you they're not going to do anything to keep you from suffering consequences from what's going on um i feel and like i said i feel like she's misunderstood and people misunderstand her and people misunderstand a lot of people that come out and say something about these rappers and the truth of the matter is your favorite rapper like, I just went through a whole slew of articles talking about rappers and one R&B singer, which I'm totally confused by all of their actions. Uh, YF and Lucci, Salento, and Trey Songs. I'm very confused by their actions. You know, it's like once you get from the bottom, you stay at the top. And But they they have such rough backgrounds and they have such tough upbringings that... It, you know, it serves them no choice. They do what they need to do to survive. And if what they have been doing to survive is illegal, 
so be it. Um, now with Trey Songs, I don't understand he got anger issues over there. But this is very interesting. Now, I never watched all the videos where she was talking about these guys, and I never watched the videos or whatever. Um, I was about to watch them, but I never I ignored them or whatever. But to read this article and to talk about this article and to talk about what kind of person she is. I have a more understanding to who she is. And like I said, a lot of people who are in the entertainment industry, they have backgrounds where they um, either they were prostituted or sex trafficked, or they had a parent that was a pimp or a mother that was a prostitute or sex trafficked. And that's a life they know. They don't know any other life. They don't know any other way of doing things. And then somebody offered to pay her a lot of money because they knew her background and the work she was in. And she didn't mind talking about it. And she fabricated some stories. So, you know, y'all got to understand the only reason these women are famous is because people like hearing the stories they have about the people they sleep with. That's a fact. You got you can't sit up there and pretend like they're famous and they're famous just for having sex with people when y'all like hearing those stories. Y'all are curious to what your face do in the bedroom. Okay. Y'all very curious. Don't act like we don't know that you you curious and you nasty. We know who you are. We know what you about. You curious and nasty, friend. And that's how people get famous like that. Because y'all want to know about their stories in their life. But they really went through a hard time during these times or doing these things. So... Y'all know the whole story before you talk about it. Y'all thought y'all were going to get something interesting out of me. And I'm not sitting up here. I'm not villainizing or glorifying a cat sex. I just want to talk about her for a minute. I want to know her background and understand where she came from. So with that being said, I hope you guys have a lovely day. A lovely rest of your day. I don't know what I'm going to do with the rest of my day. I might pop on some people's panels. You know, do um, do some hours or whatever. You know, y'all know how that is. It's Thursday. It's Friday Eve. Uh, this week kind of start off as a party. And, this, and the crazy part is May ends as a party. You know, it starts off as a party with Cinco de Mayo and uh, May the 4th, all that. And then it ends with a party, which is Memorial Day weekend. So, you know. Thank you guys for listening to my podcast. This is My Mind Emporium. I am out of...